Happiness is only real when shared. John Krakauer. Welcome to the world of Vala, a homebrew actual play tabletop podcast. This episode of the world of Vala is brought to you in part by Arcana Vault Dice. Entertainment Sue's main dice provider, Arcana Vault, is a new online dice shop that boosts a community of tabletop gamers, collectors, hobbyists, and storytellers. World of Battle listeners have an amazing offer. You can get 10% off your order at arcanavault.com if you use the code ESTEW. E-S-T-E-W. Episode 102. You are cordially invited. So we're going to open up today's episode in Solvar. The capital of Luloba, the land of light. So far, it's a city of great prestige, known commonly as the Forest City of Luloba. It is located in the southwest coast, sorry, the southeast coast of the western continent, between the southern mountains and the idyllic beaches. Much of the land that surrounds it is lightly forested, but steep and rigid. There are rows of vineyards found outside of the city walls and a great river runs through the city as it empties out into the central ocean. Solvar is built on the slopes of the mountains. The lowest level of the city is the main street, which goes along the wall and towards the river. Stairways ascend higher towards the second level, where the marketplace and even the Temple of the Divines are located. Reaching higher and higher will eventually lead you to the Solvar Royal Palace, called the Wolves' Den where the whole city can be surveyed from a wide vantage point. The docks are a bustling trade hub closer to the central bay of the city, located directly under the castle. Solvar is widely recognized by the impossibly high towers and ramparts. Queen Santana and King Remus have worked diligently over the last five years to keep chaos to a minimum, as Luloba became the unofficial nation of five different human countries. Unable to have real time for themselves, only time will tell if their hard work will pay off and create a prospering country. It is the month of paradise, day 30, year 10,026. The city of Solvar is in a bustle due to the worldwide peace tournament starting in Luloba the next day. It is the first time the peace tournament has been held since Rokander's attack well I guess we should do it in order Nico's attack Rokander's <laughs> attack and then the apocalypse the month of paradise has since become a month of mourning as the surviving people both give thanks and also maybe, maybe we should think back and remember not to let this happen again to always continue to fight tyrants like Rokander. Within the nation of Lulova, Rokander, um, both the person and the person that he was and the god that he has now become, have been vilified. And all worship of Rokander has been just. Nah, you can't do that here, buddy. That's fair. So, within the bustling market streets. An explosion goes off. Guards from the royal palace rush in to see what has occurred. 
when they get to the bustling market streets, they notice that no one is hurt, but there are just buildings exploded within to the shapes of uh, buildings have been destroyed to fit the kind of create an effigy of Rokander and Xavier. The entire city is, is shocked to see like this level of like destruction happening a day before the feast tournament, and a figure tries to get away before they are covered in flames and transported to you, Santana. Okay. Within your throne room. We really got full circle. There is a cloth figure just kneeling before you and on a smaller seat to the right of you, mm -hmm. Remus. Mm -hmm. Remus looks at you. Um, his eyes bagged with a lack of sleep. Your eyes bagged with a lack of sleep. You guys are tired. You guys have been doing this. You guys probably haven't had a full night of sleep in about 15 days. Oh, wow. Yeah. And now you have to deal with this. Okay. Remus looks at you. It seems as this is the person that's been trying to create the image of Rokander and everything he sees. What do we do with him? Santana looks at him and kind of just like sighs. Um, I... Let's hear him out. I am already biased because I... It's like, hey, do you know what he's done? Do you know, like, the history of how terrible, like, he's created, like, like, all the problems he's created? Be, like, so we'll hear him out. I'm not going to be kind to this person, but we'll hear him out. Are you sure, my queen? This is the about fifth Rokander supporter that we've caught within the last few days. And they all seem to share the same mind. Like, we can hear them out, but... I doubt they're going to sound or even act differently from the other ones that we caught. I will try to be fair and listen to all the people that are brought before us. Only because it seems that everyone should have a fair shake. A fair trial. A wise and just queen. Speak. Follower of Rokander. <laughs> the flames die down off of the person as they stand up. They're super pale. Like, they never get out. Like, they never go anywhere. They have an unruly beard that isn't really controlled. And then they have, you can see all the signs of balding, as if like, the hate has uh, caused them to bald. Yeah! How <laughs> dare you speak against my god, Rokander! He's here to protect the entire world! Were you there five years ago? Were you there when he gave his life to defend the world? I was, and he didn't. Lies. Lies and slander from the whole queen. 
You shall have recompense. <laughs> you shall have recompense for treating my god ah, the way that ah, you do. Ah, <laughs> okay, okay, we get it. We hear you. We get it. Um. So you did this f- for what? To bring awareness to Rokander? No one likes this man. To show that Rokander's influence still impacts to this day. We still listen to him. He's coming for us. How do you... First of all, what are you basing this off of? Have you met Rokander? No! Yeah, you... Yeah! You don't have to meet your gods to follow them. You should... I'd have no words for this man. (laughs) Sir. (laughs) Sir. Hey, how are you enjoying the entirety of the world that you live in? Because I did that. I'm just imagining Santana having this debate with literally every Rokander supporter that comes in. So anyway. Um, no, no, so your fair. crimes yeah, were just like, he like, was this vandalizing things? Just like, like, or was it like destroying buildings in the name of Rokander? Uh, yes, he has destroyed buildings in the name of Rokander. Okay, so what we're going to do is, um, first of all, we're going to sentence you to like, a good, I don't know. We'll give we'll you for ten years. In those ten years, if you want, if you want a lighter sentence, <laughs> I'm sick of hearing stuff about Rokander. This happened five years ago. You need to get your head out of the gutter. And on top of that, you need to learn some history lessons. Ah, so the standard, the the standard, uh, the standard affair for Rokander. I don't, I don't deal with people destroying my city. I work too hard. Okay. Guards, take them away. You see a number of different guards dressed garishly in opulent, like, golden outfits. They all kind of look like your uh, Vaconic dress that you have. Nice. Um, But it's all just, like, armor. Men, women, non-binary people, they all wear this dress armor thing. I love that. They grab them, and as they're grabbing them away, we'll be revenged! You might have taken Ben, but you haven't taken all of us. Also, I really appreciate the fact that you are going to use this nerdy voice, and before you even started, you pushed up your nerd glasses to get into character. Thank you. Your imaginary glasses. Ugh, go on, I'm sorry. Remus looks at you and is just like, so what are we going to What are we gonna keep doing with this? You guys are both now alone within your <laughs> large throne room, which I can go ahead and describe right now. Ooh. Your throne room is about a football field in length. Oh, wow. It's 400 yards wide. Wow. And there's large tapestries and large marble statues, marble and golden statues of, like, you. You've it's, you've gotten the, uh, the best goldsmiths, the best marblesmiths to build, like, these great, like, living, these lifelike statues of you all over this hall Mm -hmm. and in the back of the room there is a mural with you and all your friends and all just like kind of holding a giant sword plunging it through the heart of Rokander but Rokander (laughs) and his beast form what friends (laughs) well here we go I have a list (laughs) I'm just curious. So there's, of course, Santana, Remus, Catherine, 
uh, Aries. Oh, so we're including Adrian, <laughs> Rebus's Star, friends. Angelo, Lance, Solomon, Lucille, Julia, Fenris, Lisa. Um, there's a there's a dragon hand that represents Adeshina. Um, uh, Ezra is at the end of it, taking a hammer and like like pushing the hilt of the sword deeper into Rokander. And it's all it's just it's like Rokander in his base human form. So as you guys know him. And it's kind of grotesque with how you're um, depicting the fact that you stab him in his heart. Um, even though that's not what happened. But that's what that's kind of what like that's kind of what Santana implies that happened. That's the energy. <laughs> it's so on sight. So you commissioned this? <laughs> so you got the shout out. They really got the energy. They really got the vibe that I was going so for. You commissioned this? Is okay. it a stained glass? Or is it like a tapestry? I just want to know, does this count as propaganda? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much so. It, it is a... You know what? It is stained glass. At first it was a tapestry, but Santana loved it so much that she was like, no. This <laughs> forever imprinted within the castle. So where is the tapestry now? If this one's stained glass, and you already got the tapestry commission, you were just like, well, we got to put this somewhere else now. Yeah, it's in my dining room. No, I, you actually donated it. Oh, nice. Yeah, you donated it to uh, someone that was real, a really big help during the war against Rokander. You gave it to Adeshina. <laughs> it was on the opening of the College of Druids, and you're just like, you know what? Here. Isn't this hanging up in your hall? <laughs> yeah, I got to replace. It's stained glass now. So you're giving me your leftovers. Thank you. It's my most precious item. Yeah, it's weaved with magic. It was like <laughs> sewn with magic. And it has, uh, don't ask the craftsmen how they did it, but they were able to get um, flicks of magic from almost everyone there. And it's just creating this magical tapestry. I, I like how you're making the gift more impressive. <laughs> to make it seem less like she just gave me something that she bought for herself and then got a second one of to give to me on the opening of my druidic college city-state deal because I didn't earn enough <laughs> to get my own gift. Hey, you got a gift from Remus. This is a gift from Santana. <laughs> a Santana gift? <laughs> it's still very high quality. <laughs> Like, the thing is, it's like, Santana's like, babe, uh, I don't really know your friends. And, like, unlike your other friends that stayed in the city, this one kind of, like, left. So, I'm just going to give them this. Babe, I don't know if you, like, it's like, it's like, the leftovers. Why don't we just give this to our kids one day? No, no, no. I'll just, like. No, no, she'll love it. She'll love it. She'll love it. I got a I've had that shit one time. <laughs> I totally love this. Asia is very amused by this. Adeshina would not have been impressed. <laughs> You see the hearts on Adeshina's Santana meter go down? <laughs> she kind of looks at Remus. Negative. Like, how do you want me to play this? Do you want me to be nice about this? Or? It's just like, Remus kind of gives you an eyes and just like, yeah, she doesn't really know you that well, so like, give it time. Like, Gee, thanks. I'll go put this somewhere. Okay, let me get the description of the other one. <laughs> the other one? <laughs> so the other stained glass window, or is this one like a statue? <laughs> this is a painting. Nice. It's Luloba, the land of artistry. Um, this is actually completed by your mom's. Nice. Oh, nice. Throwback. <laughs> Remember um, my parents? 
they're on vacation right now, so which is why they're not in this episode. Nice. Um, the it is a painting behind your where your thrones are sitting. Nice. It is so. Your great hall is as wide as a football field, mm-hmm. and also as tall as like a football post. Sorry, I have a lot of football in the brain when I, <laughs> when I wrote this description. And the back wall that goes all, the back painting that goes all the way to the ground is a kind of classical painting mm-hmm. of you mm-hmm. um, in your Vaconic dress, Rokan, um, sorry, Remus in like his full fire regalia, mm-hmm. with also with embellishments of gold, because, you know, that's your that's, brand. That's my brand. Um, soul in the middle of you. Uh, Angelo standing over you because Angelo's the tallest Uh, Star your moms and Nico all in one painting it's the it's the Simone Atlas family painting of all the current like Simone Atlas people that we announce Oh, sorry. Yeah, that you announced. <laughs> I was about to be like, and how many kids do you have now? <laughs> but there's obvious. There, the thing is, um, there's obvious space for either a new painting or just we're gonna paint in the kids as they come in. Wow, I love that. Yeah, I love that. It's great. It's opulent, and it's dripped in the red and gold of your house. Nice, nice. So as Rebus is looking at you. After I'm done describing the room, mm-hmm. uh, Remus is just like, there's so many fires that we constantly have to put out. Is this going to cool down by tomorrow? Um, how's it been the last few days? Well, I guess I can give you a report. I haven't given that to you yet. The city guards keep finding... Uh, more Rokander supporters. Um, it's as if someone is obviously ramping them up for something. Um, I'm worried for the safety of the peace tournament, but with so many gods in the city, I'm not sure they would try anything. Mm-hmm. The question is, should we extend an open invite to Rokander hmm. in the name of peace? Because how much how much damage could he really cause with all the gods in the city? Hmm. This really is a moral dilemma because of Remus. I understand. I understand the, dipl- the diplomatic answer would just be yes, invite Rokander. I don't trust this man. I don't trust this man as far as I could throw him. Mm-hmm. My strength stat is not high. My strength stat is negative. Should we, if it's not Rokander, should we invite a member of his pantheon to show not that we necessarily forgive or forget what happened, but as if to Try extend to an olive branch. I would be more comfortable with that, yes. I feel like extending this to Rokander himself, he's very opportunistic, and if all the same people that he tried to take power with five years ago are all in the same place again, I don't trust that he wouldn't just take advantage of that. So, but I also, 
at the same time want to prove that I'm in the right mm-hmm. morally and invite and extend an olive branch of peace to Rokan himself for him to then ruin it. But I'm not that petty anymore. I've grown. It's been five years. <laughs> we'll go with the first one. We'll extend something to his pantheon. I don't trust this man. Which member of his pantheon? Uh, who's in his pantheon again? Xavier... A- Xavier, Ace, Ace. Uh, Genevieve, mm-hmm. and... Ball... Is his name Balder? Balder. So... Is... Is there one with the giraffe? No, no. No. That's Alvar. Is Angelo technically in it? Since Angelo is technically in it. Oh, you're right. Angelo's already going to be there. Yeah. So does that take care of our invite problem? Or... Yeah, because the thing is, um, I trust Angelo the most, which is saying something because he's sneaky. Um, so I can't invite Xavier, X. Um, I don't know Ace. Genevieve is literally called the lightning dragon. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, you would also have to be okay with these people coming to our wedding. Okay, okay. I've never met these people head on. Who do you suggest? Do you trust anyone else besides besides Angelo? Angelo will already be there. Yeah. This is he's putting together this peace term. Yeah. So I I assume we should extend the olive branch to someone else. Yes. Uh, the only one Boulder is constantly after Soul. Oh. So we probably shouldn't extend that. Anymore. <laughs> I like soul. He's so no. To murder our child. So. Uh, Ace and Genevieve. That's an entire can of worms with uh, Avery. Okay. So. That's not really a great option. Uh huh. So that only leaves one. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I want you to know, I'm fine with your exes coming to the wedding. Uh-huh. I'm not okay with that. But you're right. They are the only person that would make this the most smooth. And if the only person that has to suffer is me, then so be it. But I want you to remember this. <laughs> I want you to remember this was something Xavier-esque happens. So extend... I'm not doing it. You have to do it. I'm not going to reach out to Xavier. I'm not going to have it be like, oh, you're inviting me out somewhere. Oh, you still have a thing for me? I haven't dated anyone in years. I, I I would do it, but I get nervous talking to new people. Okay. That's fair. Uh, so. else to do? Who's, Who's in charge of communications? <laughs> Adrian. He's a grand diplomat. Hadrian, get on that. Would you like to summon Hadrian? Yes. Pause, though. Will that mess with the flow of the story, or is that just going to be a... It's like having fun. We said that we did that, and then... No, that's not going to mess with the flow of the story. You guys are talking right now. You're spending time with Remus. I'm having a great time. Thank you. So, yeah, we'll summon Hadrian. Okay, we'll... Extend that invitation, because... Okay, so 
there's nothing left on the agenda. Would you like to go check on Star? Of course. So Remus stands up, extends his hand out to you. And I grab it. And then you guys... Uh, we're grabbing hands in real life. We're across <laughs> the whole table. My hands aren't that long. And they, you guys start walking through your palace. Nice. There's many, as you guys are walking, there's many different... Uh, it's funny because the way that the original land of fire was destroyed, mm-hmm. um, a lot of artifacts were lost. Um, so in the last five years, uh, you, as someone who's been a fan of the arts, has just been commissioning a lot of artwork of, like, your travels and of your adventures. So there's just a lot of, like, paintings of kind of exaggerated versions of the stories that you fought. Nice! Like, there is... Nice! There's, like, there's, like you're passing a, a image that's Ezra leading an army of, like, a million vampires as you guys are, like hunting underground for an army of like a billion vampires it's super exaggerated but the thing is a lot of people weren't there who's gonna say who's gonna say that these didn't happen like the apocalypse happened so like all of these things it's like what you don't <laughs> believe me liberties? yeah you don't believe me and we were definitely doing what was right yeah. in that one you were, the, you were in the more with the whole time there is uh there's an image of uh <laughs> Of Ezra, like, bench-pressing two, like, battleships made out of metal out of the ocean. There's an image of you, like, uh, blowing up a drake wolf the size of a mountain on Three Gods Mountain. It's, like, it's all just insane things like that. Um, Moses doesn't exist within uh, (laughs) the world of Vala, but there's, like, an image that harkens back to Moses leading his people through the desert for 40 mm-hmm. days? 40 years. 40 years? Yeah, it was a long time. Whoa. Yeah, that was, that was some stuff. <laughs> Read the Old Testament. <laughs> um, and it's just like, it's something similar to like that, but it's you and uh, Remus leading your people through... Uh, the woods? Yeah. Of, like leading them to Verdun? Yeah. Nice. It's, uh, there's a lot of art everywhere. Um, as you guys reach closer to your chambers, mm-hmm. you get to your chamber room. There's a giant wall above the door. It's a clear door with gold along the edges and like gold mixed with glass. And it's beautiful. It's spectacular. Mm-hmm. And then above it, there is a artistic rendering of a tasteful nude of both you and Remus on All top right. of a bed. <laughs> I just need to know, did Santana commission this one herself, or did someone else get it commissioned for her? Someone else got a commission for her. Happy anniversary. And so it's just both of you, but it's like, nothing, no bits are showing or anything, but it's just like, tasteful, and it's art, and it's just like, it's, in the country, it's revered as much as like, like, Michelangelo's David is, or like the Sistine wow. Chapel. The birth of Venus? Wow. <laughs> Nice. I don't know our history. <laughs> so as you're entering your room, it's a giant room that has a money. It's like there's a center. It's a room that's pretty much an entire like apartment floor. Mm-hmm. Because there is the center room where it's like you can hang out with your family. But then there's like the master room that has like a hot spring in it, all that stuff. And they're all connected to other rooms that will eventually hold your children. 
One of the runes is stars. Nice. Sorry, not stars. Souls. Mm -hmm. And so as you guys are heading to Souls' room, you guys are enjoying each other's company and this like pleasant kind of like moment of rest that you guys never get to have. Mm -hmm. And you hear cooing. And it's obviously not Soul. It's someone cooing at Soul. And Soul's having a great time. Soul's like, Soul's five now. Mm -hmm. um, again, again. And then you feel a spike of familiar magic. You, you go into yeah, the room. Yeah, I go into the room. You can't quite place the magic until you open the door and see that it's Xavier. Santana, I came as soon as I heard of your, of my invite for... How did you already hear? How is Xavier this good? Not Xavier, like, sorry, I meant Hadrian. I, I am the god of dreams. I see everything. And you see that above um, Soul's head, it's like a kind of a transparent cloud that gives like different images of soul just like living like the the greatest adventure that she's ever known for her five-year-old self mm -hmm. and it's just coming out of her own head mm -hmm. so it's like star it, i mean xavier's make letting her relive these dreams and stuff that she's had but in a waking state mm -hmm. xavier stands up and you notice that there's something different about her one, she's barefoot. And she's pregnant. Is she pregnant? She is pregnant. How far along is she? Probably about a good six months. Good six months. So you've been busy. We have all been busy over the last five years. Come here. Come here. Give your old friend a hug. Um, I'm not going to walk over there. <laughs> Sorry, Santana kind of stays in place and it's kind of like, ugh. She looks at her and she's like, ah, you did this. Actually, she doesn't say that loud, but she's just like a, eyes, you did this. So your wedding is in 31 days and you haven't done anything for it yet. You don't have your bridesmaid set. You don't have his groomsmen set. Do you guys not have any friends? <laughs> Embarrassing. Um, a wedding is about me. So the focus is going to be me. I don't really need to have bridesmaids and groomsmen because that takes away the focus. It's from okay. Me. I've already volunteered as your bridesmaid. So there's so much things we have to do. Xavier, uh, Remus, do you mind if I borrow her? Remus kind of just looks at you and it's just like raises an eyebrow. Mm, do you want to go? Um, Xavier, since we're a unit now. Um, anything you can say in front of me, you can just say in front of Remus. Oh, we're we're one person. No doubt. No, of course. Mind, of body, course. and soul. Um, I have been, and then she waves her hand in the air, and a stack of papers appear in front of your, in front of you. Mm -hmm. Roll a dexterity, see if you grab them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Derek hasn't had you roll this entire time. You're right. You have it. Do I have anything? No, I don't have anything to tell you to say either. Okay. Um. They all fall on the floor. Okay. And then they all say the same thing. You're cordially invited 
to the marriage of Queen Santana and King Remus. I've already got started on your theme for your wedding. It's called a royal escape. Um, it's going to be spectacular. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, but first, I had to send out all these letters. You, you're already putting me to work really quickly. So I sent them out to everyone that you know to let them know that you're getting married in 31 days. Okay. Where's your dress? Um, it's still at the tailors. What color is it? Um, I was thinking about going white, maybe gold. White? What is that? You're already with child. Well, I, look, I do look good in white, so. Okay, so we're just breaking convention. That's okay. I can work with that. You know what? How do we, Hold on. Pause. Why do we have these strict rules <laughs> in the world of Ala that people who are not virgins can just wear, have to wear white? Anyway, that's not a custom here. <laughs> oh, well, whatever I want. What is the man wearing? Because he's just an accessory for this. This is really your show. <laughs> is he going to wear this? Uh, his royal garb is kind of dirty and smelly and smells like dog. So, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, Remus is like up. sniffing himself and it's just kind of shrugging, but you do notice his clothes is really dirty. He hasn't gotten any sleep in a bit. Um, we already have it handled, honestly. Who's handling it? Someone's handling it. I'm the queen. Someone's handling it. Don't worry. No one even invited anyone to your wedding until I sent out the invites. So, Santana, let me plan your wedding. So, uh, Santana's thinking, just because she was just like, hey, we did just invite her, like, we did just, before she even showed up, we, me and Remus made plans to even, like, invite her to the peace tournaments, and to an extension on a wedding. Santana, who's better to plan your wedding? You don't have the time, you have a nation to run. I'm a god, I'm the god of dreams. Let me make your dream day come true. Who are you going to ask? Ezra? To plan your wedding? I wouldn't have that. Star to plan your wedding? Um, the thing is... Or even a Deshina to plan your wedding? It's my name in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, Xavier, the thing is, uh, we have history. It seems kind of like bad luck for a marriage for the ex to plan the wedding. So I'm going to have to pass on this. Also, um... Think of the shenanigans that we can get into. Think of the B-sides that can happen <laughs> with your... <laughs> with your ex in charge of your wedding. I'm pregnant. What am I gonna do? I can't do... There's not really any machinations that I can do. Um, Santana's really reluctant, but Sam does love shenanigans. <laughs> I do love the shenanigans. I'm in a relationship. I'm in a committed relationship right now. You don't have to worry about anything. With, With who? who? <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret? It's a secret. Will you invite me to your wedding? Oh, I'm sorry. It already happened. It already happened. Yeah. Shucks. You know, Xavier, you're fine. 
I'll let you play my wedding. I'm expecting something grand. Grandiose. To the max. Of course. And you'll be with me every step of the process. Santana looks at her, like, kind of steps over to, like, near her and, like, kind of whispers in her ear, like, if you mess this up for me, something threatening. (laughs) (laughs) You know, roll intimidation. (laughs) You do good enough, Derek will fill in the blanks. (laughs) Oh, it's charisma, thank God. If not, this is going to be an unfortunate Mad Libs oh situation. I got a 16. Okay. Done and done, Santana. Being queen has really upped your confidence. I'm sorry that I, I fudged my line so I could, <laughs> So you try to mix something up. It's like, oh, Santa, you can't even think of something, anything to threaten this woman with? Go on. Sorry. So I sent the first invite to probably one of your closest friends. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Adeshina Talon is your first invite. Um, the invites are on their way to her. Um, oh, this is a shame. I made the invites a kind of a big flourish. And it seems like she's infiltrating the land of the dead. So that's... Oh, darn. Well, I hope you have someone that moves fast enough that could probably stop my invites, but, you know, we'll see. But let's talk about the menu. Where are we gonna, what are we going to eat for this wedding? Um, and then as she starts talking mm-hmm. um, you guys up, you pick up soul, mm-hmm. and then you realize that you're probably not going to get any sleep anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we're going to switch over. To Adeshina. Hey. Okay, Adeshina, you're currently um, to the north of the capital city of Rokander. Because it's the city of Rokander and the land of Rokander. And you're scaling up the same mountain that you scaled five years ago when you went to look for the dragons. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is this, So the city is named Rokander as yes. well? So the land is named Rokander, so it's Rokander, Rokander? Yes, yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. So how are you making your way up the mountain? Um, can't I just fly? Yeah, you can. Cool. So you wait, use... wait, is that stealthy enough or is that going to be too obvious? It is dark where you're at, so... Yeah. The sun doesn't shine in the land of Brokander, so... It's... We're good. We're good. Yeah. You have two companions trailing behind you. Um, you have one, Rita Reyna. Um, a late teen... In her late teens as she's climbing up behind you. She's like, she was like 13 when she came on the scene, right? Mm-hmm. 13 plus 5 is 18. Yeah. Hold your applause. And um, she has pretty much, like you are slightly, well, I don't know how amused you are by this, but it's pretty much the exact, almost the same exact outfit you used to wear five years ago. It's not your clothes, but it's like, it's very obvious that, like, she bit off my style? Yeah. 
I feel like at this point, at, at, at the five-year point, we've just kind of begrudgingly accept that Rita is going to do what Rita is going to do. And then you also have Miko behind you. Miko is a bit of a changed man. Because he is what? 19? He was 14 when he yeah, yeah, so had those issues. Yeah. So 19-year-old Nico, um, he is, he has a bit of a five o'clock shadow. And he looks a lot more like his Oh, <laughs> um, and he seems to bite off tries to bite off the style of Angelo. And then regards to the way that he like wears his hair and like keeps his facial hair. But not Angelo as he normally is. It's broken down Angelo. Sad Angelo. Would he have, oh yeah, I guess he did keep him in a dungeon for a bit, yeah. so he would know that. Why is that what you went with? Oh, whatever. Okay. Miko is a teen. What can you call it? start calling, like, a boy a man? A young adult. He's a young adult who is constantly aware of what he's done. You've been around a lot of people who are always constantly aware of what they've done, and you kind of see how um, they kind of let that hold them back. For example, you see, when you first started training Nico, you see a lot of rogue candor in Nico. Sorry. A lot of Gardane in Nico. Where it's just like that self-hating poison that's kind of constantly pumping through him. Uh, I have ne I feel like I've never quite figured out the moral conundrum of um, how to best deal with this. And um, I'm shrugging in real life because there's no noise to show how how much, no matter how much she has thought about this, it's just been kind of like, oh, but he did some really messed up stuff, like all the dragons are gone in part because of that that was like kind of a genocide. Mm -hmm. That's That was a straight up gen... Ugh. Ugh. I think we've just kind of let that be for a while. Because I don't, I haven't figured out anything to like, Every time it's like, yeah, Nico, get out of this funk. But where are the dragons? Where are the dragons, Nico? But what happened to all those people? But do you remember the peace tournament? Do you remember your first peace tournament? Yeah, it was only five years ago. So, um, we're just going to let that play out. <laughs> we're just going to let... I'm not going to say that there's been encouraging moments for this. We're just going to let this play out and deal with it the best we can. What am I? 23? <laughs> We're just trying our best. There is one reason why Nico isn't like in a jail cell right now. And that's because there's two gods with their proverbial uh, handguns always pointed at Nico if he ever sets that alive. And that's Melissa and Angela. 
Angelo, feeling that very much taking on the responsibility that Nico's actions, while he Nico did do them, um, they were kind of kickstarted by Angelo, has kind of a dead man switch, where if Nico has to be punished, like if Nico steps out of line and needs to be punished, uh, Angelo will also take the same punishment. Okay. Nice. I mean, I no arguments there. It's fair. And so everyone in the everyone in the world that kind of knows is just like that's 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 fair. Uh, he no longer has any magic of any kind. Uh, becoming a druid has been extremely hard for him because what spirit wants to bind themselves to him? Yeah. Ugh, I'm not ugh, really gonna have. Ugh, really gonna have to let you do that in your own right. Like, Adeshina is very, I, I gotta admit, very Nico bias, but also hands are kind of tied. Unlike Rita, who has become a prodigy in uh, Druidicism, but uh, mostly due to her acceptance of the type of reckless druidicy that you've created. Um, Nico is... has pretty much become the Batman of druidicy. What's that mean? He can't communicate with spirits like normally because as soon as he tries to, spirits just like, yo! You get that stuff away from me, boy. It's <laughs> 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 not supposed to be funny. And he could like clamp down and push his spirit on these uh, spirits, but... That's not... That's not a rehabilitation plan. Mm -hmm. That's not that's, in the rehabilitation it's plan. It's not. It's kind of productive. Um, it, was a, it was a very easy thing for him to do at the beginning, but with your continued guidance, you were able to get them to stop with that. So he's had to come up with different ways to be a useful druid. MacGyver it, huh? Yeah, yes, he's had to MacGyver it. Him and Reed are in their last years at the College of Druids. The new College of Druids. They are both uh, they both completed most of their classes and they're pretty much just on their internship, which is um, for this particular internship, it's just kind of hanging out with Adeshina and just being like, oh, Adeshina's doing stuff? Well, we're here to support her. How effective and or useful or and or enjoyable has that been as a final internship? Rita's had a great time because the thing is, with Avery exploring the world, um, Adeshina going on those trips, Adeshina overseeing the uh, faculty and staff and students of the College of Druids, um, they've had a lot of, like, experience knowing what it's like to be a responsible druid. Something that Rita very much needs, because Rita is reckne recklessness incarnate. No easy days, huh? Just no easy days. No easy days. So, as of right now, you are still looking for your teammate. Santos disappeared five years ago when he was grabbed by Erebus the Herald of the Apocalypse. And so you've constantly been on the lookout for Erebus. 
the Herald of the Apocalypse. The Herald of the Apocalypse. You've heard some rumblings that they are in that, like, lost dragon dimension. Huh. So you're heading there now. And heading there we are. I not gonna let another teammate get stuck in the void. And it's been like five years, so wouldn't it be funny if I lost the other arm? <laughs> Maybe this time he'll take a leg. And so you're traveling up the mountain and you made it up there because you flew. Um, you're currently waiting for your wards to come up. Uh, you see, you look down to see, uh, you look down to see Nico, like, uh, like, climbing up there. Maybe he, like, throws a grappling hook and then, like, tries to pull himself up, but he's constantly just using his physical muscles to try to get up there. Um, while you see Rita kind of messing around and, like, kind of surfing up the mountain, and kind of creating loops around Nico as uh, they're both moving up the mountain. Um, would you like to say something? Or are you just amused by this? I, I don't know if amused is the word. But I would like them to take this more seriously than they're taking it. Nico notwithstanding, because he has his own struggles to overcome. Yeah. Rita... If I knew you were going to play around, I would have left you a backup academy. I'm, I'm just giving him company. He's going to be, like, one, going up this hill by himself. She, she gives her a look, and then she looks at Nico, and she's like, Nico, is this helping? It's not helping, but it's not, I guess, unhelping. Rita, quit it. Fine. Rita finishes surfing up. So, what are you... What if we go up there and he's not there? Then we deal with it when it comes to that. I, I don't get why you didn't just turn into a dragon and then just, like... Yeah? Fly here. Wouldn't be much of an internship, would it? And how are you going to get here? On your back? No. <laughs> Sorry. You're not Avery. No. <laughs> we don't say that you're not Avery part, but I... In your claws? In your mouth? No. I eat kids. This... What... When did you become such a square? Did she just make a square in midair with her fingers? She did. <laughs> I don't know who you think you've been training under this entire time, but forgive me if I'm not at my most jovial on this particular mission. I'd really much rather we focus. Fine. What would you like me to do 
co-captain. I love focusing. How much sass is this? How much sass is this? Because I'm going to be real. Uh, can I just call Ambrose? Roll an insight. You can go back to the college. <laughs> Roll an insight. Uh, this is a serious much... mission. I'm sorry that I've been thinking about my, my teammate who has been trapped in who knows what void. One teammate got trapped in the void for maybe a week and I lost my arm. And he experienced things that set off a chain of events that we're still suffering from now. So sorry if I want to take this mission a little bit more seriously than you're doing right now, Rita. We don't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that was clearly just an internal monologue. Thanks for, for subscribing to the internal edition of monologue sequence. So this is insight. Uh-huh. Uh, we got a 15. You got a 15. I got a 15. Yeah, you can tell it's a little bit of sass. Adeshina takes a deep breath and centers herself. <sighs> Rita, why are we here? To save your teammate. And if I were in trouble the way that Santos is in trouble right now, the way he's been in trouble for five years... How would you feel to see someone taking this not as seriously as possible, knowing that there's no guarantee that we are going to get a chance like this again? I feel bad. Yes. I want this mission to go as well as possible. That's why I brought you and Nico. Because I trust that you have thrust yourself into this training and I trust you're ready for it. But if you're not, I can call Ambrose right now because I am not going forward with anyone who is going to take this less than absolutely seriously because that is how much it means to me. Thank you. Nico, you here yet? And she... She does not... <laughs> she, she looks like she's about to give Rita, like, a pat on the shoulder. But, um, she doesn't. <laughs> uh, yes. Mm. Oh. Sorry, I was doing a visual gag. Um... Nico finally pulls himself up the mountain. He's like laying on his back, really tired. Uh, but he's able to like kind of center himself and stand up. Do you need a rest? No, let's, let's go. And as he's catching his breath, you hear like a firework heading your way. A firework? Yeah. It's just like the you know like you know when you hear a firework and it's just like you hear that coming from the south. From the south. And what? it seems like it's heading towards you. And it's a it's, firework. It's, it seems like it's like ten miles away, but you can hear it like it's like right next to your ear. And so 
you see it as it's like illuminating over the trees. Oh, you no. see it's illuminating things. Yeah, you see an army of void walkers and like void creatures like following it. And what? then it pops right in front of you. Well, I had ten miles. I had ten miles it's to do something very about quickly. it. We can't. What are my options? Okay, uh, you I'm have... a fire creature. Yeah, Anything you have it's a... going to do is going to add gonna more you, light. I'm going to give you a roll. One roll before it gets to you. What are you going to do? <sighs> okay, wait, wait. I'm going okay. to attach them to my spirit. <laughs> the invitation. Thank you. Um, all right. So it's up in the sky. Yes. How big is it? Um, it's sizable, about the size of a giant rock or a small car. Is it big enough that I can send my null orb to, like, intercept it before it starts shedding its light on me? Sure. And we go to roll. Just, like, intercept it. It's an orb. It, like, swallows it with its orbiness. Yeah. And kind of snuffs it out like a candle of candleness. That's a nature, right? Yeah. Okay. Please. Dear God. I got 19. Okay. You sing your null orb out, and it's about five miles away from you, and it's like, it covers it. Yeah. And it stops its momentum. It stops dead. And you see the darkness of the null orb as something weird happens to it. The light starts peeking through. Do you want to continue trying to force your knob to hold it? What are my options? I get... Ah, oh, man. Yeah, I guess. I can't combine spirits from that far away. It's like five miles out. Um... Yeah, I'm looking at my options. It's blow it up with fire. Or... Um... <laughs> keep going with the smell orb so i guess i'm gonna roll again that's an 11 boom the null orb is shed from it like a orange piece okay we tried oh it doesn't move any further it doesn't move any further? No, it doesn't move any further. Can we see what it is? Yes. It starts expanding. Okay. And then it explodes into a face. Whose face? Xavier. Oh, my God. Adeshina Talon. Nico. Samoon Atlas. And Rita Reyna. All of you are cordially invited to the wedding of Queen Santana Samoon and King Rebus Atlas of the land of Lulova. I could kill her. If you're seeing this message, it's because I found you. I could kill and her. And you're here. Uh, it's also light-based because it's the land of light. And I thought it would be cute to do this. You don't need to explain this to me. Is she talking to us in real time? No. Oh, so recorded oh message that's going to go to everyone? So we can still see it if we just start walking away. Yeah. All right. 
Let's Everyone just, has a different recorded message. Let's just move away from this place as quickly as possible. Adeshina, I hope all is well. I hope you're not doing anything you're not supposed to do in the land of Rokander. You're minding your God-forbidden business. So, when I first got your GPS tag... Um, you tagged me? How did she tag me? How I'm the god of dreams. As long as you dream, I always know where you're at. new thing to practice. Okay. I hate the gods. I think I hate the gods. Oh my but God. good luck. And I hope to see you at the wedding. Reserve your date. RSVP me by dreaming and dreaming of me. And I will come to visit you to get the more information for the wedding. <laughs> that sounds like a great system. We're already moving away. We're already moving away, and Adeshina is just cursing under her breath. And you're moving towards the uh, cave that you visited uh, yep. five years let's ago. Just, let's, let's just go. The recording is still talking, but as, it, as you get further and further away from it, it becomes like nothing. I'm just here to waste my time. Nico looked at you, uh, Master. Shouldn't we get to where we're going? Because our location is pretty much... Shocked, no, right? yes, yes, Nico. That's that's what we're doing. That is what we are doing right now. Let's go. Rita looks at you as you guys are walking. Rita looks at you. So Santana, three minutes are finally getting married. You did never hung up that tapestry she gave you. Untrue propaganda. It would not have benefited our students to do. To even for a second think that that battle was that easy. Um, are we gonna ask her to? Or, or what if she asks about it? Do we just lie? You told you taught me not to be a liar. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Rita. And if she asks about it, we'll tell the truth, and we will cross that bridge when we get there. Or better yet, we'll let Ambrose deal with it. Wait, are we going? So, are we, so we're going to the wedding. Because I, I heard an invite for all of us. I don't even know she. I don't even think she's ever met me. Didn't you hear her? If she dream, if you dream, she knows where you are. That's true. So almost just as annoying as when she wasn't a god. You reach the back of the wall. Um, it's the same setup as before. So you you pretty much already know I know. Do you go ahead and open it? I'm gonna let the kids see if they can open it. I mean, this this is a this is a very serious mission, but I, I like I ha I've got this. So R letting them try is not gonna really damage anything. Rita was also there, so Rita also knows how to open it. The oh. only person who does it is. Oh well, yeah, let let's give Nika look. I'm not gonna take this away from him. This is a teachable moment. You hear the roar of. Void walkers. Uh, Nico, give it one try and we'll go. Just okay. make that try quick. Sorry. Um, I blame Xavier for real, real time ruining the quality of your education. Nice. Plus. Why is she taking care of Santana's wedding? So. <laughs> 
That's the question I want everyone on their mind. Why is she taking care of Do they, do they so like each other? Remus, uh, so... Like, Why is she invited? Nico's looking at it, and then he ponders a query out loud. So I, I no longer have magic. But hypothetically, couldn't I take this dragon bane uh, rune and reverse engineer it to where I just can suck out other people's magic? Arguably, does anyone have enough magic for that now? Other than spirits. Only the spirits. How much do we trust Nico to like do this? You know it. Like, pause. 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 Um, and what would that solve? maybe with more magic that they can recognize I can actually bond with spirits and I can actually start making some amends for the things that I've done so you're going to make amends by forcibly sucking the magic out of other creatures and other beings well not forcibly I would say it's similar in concept to kind of turning me into an artificial Derek, yes. how bad of an idea is this? Because I feel like this is a terrible idea. Do you want Derek, the Dungeon Master of Fate and Mystery, or do you want Derek, the Lover of Chaos? I want to say that there are no shortcuts to the path to redemption. So, and this is sounding very shortcutty. This is very sounding very shortcutty. So, now that I've heard you even give me that, oh, what kind of answer do you want? Yeah, this sounds terrible. Adashina, like, looks at him and gives, gives him a look which I feel has probably just grown over the ages into a standard, let's not fall back into that mess look. And is like, she just says, there are no shortcuts to redemption. I, I wouldn't consider it a shortcut to redemption. I, I've been around my sister and I've been around my niece and I know that Waconics have a lot of power but they it's not quite an easy way to power but it it is a different avenue for power one that I already have experience in but now I have the foresight to not make the same mistakes that I made I've grown I'm an adult now I'm 19. Adeshina takes a deep breath and tries to choose her words very carefully. All right, Nico, I will say that you have definitely grown. I'm not gonna argue with you over that. And I'm not going to argue with you over your age. We've had to deal with a lot of stuff over the last five years that 
didn't care how old we were to deal with it. It just had to be dealt with. Here's the deal. I understand what sort of chance this could mean to you, but how about this? I will think long and hard over this. And I want you to think long and hard over this as well. I don't want to give you a hasty answer. But also, this is not the time to do it. So let's put a pin in this. But I will give serious consideration to what you're saying. As long as you also give serious consideration to the implications and try to take yourself out of how difficult these last five years have been and try to think about everything. I will try to do the same. I know how to open this thing, but I don't have any magic to do that with. And in a show of goodwill, can I just can I just give him some of my magic, my spirit, my spiritness? I can't. That's a that's a no go. You can so. Well, humans don't naturally accumulate magic anymore. What was done to Nico is that it's like magic doesn't even touch him it's like you can hear the voices of spirits but it's just like magic like Ugh. yeah uh if i give him a rune with magic in it can can he use it mm -mm. okay uh, in that case we're gonna s i'll be the magical conduit he's gonna talk me through it and i'll just do whatever he says okay so he wrote high enough to understand the process so what you're gonna do is you're gonna pump magic through the root, but you're not gonna flood it through. You have to activate it at certain points, and that points are in the arch of the door. So it's a delicate process. Okay. Should I make this hard. Part of me is just like, yeah, I'm gonna make this really Roll. hard on you. You have to do exactly. You have to tell me exactly what to do. I'm not gonna just assume because I know how to do this. I was gonna tell him to just do it, Rita, but I was like, huh? I don't trust Rita not to just give him the answer. It's funny. What'd you get? Arcana. Oh, it's Arcana. Sweet. I got nine. Okay, that's enough to do it. Adashina, you better not be in there. And you can see lightning strikes in the area. If you're in there, you'll be ending the treaty of Verdun. What? What? Who? Lightning? Why are it's you? It's Genevieve, the lightning. Right, and we go, 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 go. So go, your your wards just <laughs> rush in. And we're not in here. Can we just blink at any trace? 
have a shielded spell or something. We're gone. Okay, you we're guys, not in there. You guys are there. You guys are in the and lost. You guys are in the lost dragon dimension. No tree broken. We're in a different dimension now. You can't get me. The signs of battle for five years ago are still there. Have they decomposed or yeah, is it just? It's, it's like bones. Oh, that's the worst. There's still those three dragons in the sky. There are. They're huge. Like, never try to awaken them. They're the size of the sun. But they're dragons, so... That's not... We'll leave that We'll leave that alone. We're here for a different thing. It's hard not to get a little swept up, though. So... Rita... Touches your shoulder. Good job of being a good teacher. Who was saying this? Rita. As a Rita touches your shoulder. Oh, I... Yeah, good job. Gives you, like, a thumbs up. Yeah. You're always good with the, with the bad ones. I see you. You're one of the cool teachers. <laughs> and I should have just ignores her and kind of moves away. Why is she always like this? You've been my student for, like, five years? <laughs> Just, we're just moving on. <laughs> wait, wait. We gotta be a little nicer. Thank you. And then we move on. Hell yeah. She gave you a thank you. <sighs> as, as you're walking forward, you see her like lightly punch Nico. Hell yeah. I gotta thank you. As you're walking, you feel a sense of unlife here. Like a palpable sense of death and destruction. Oh, shoot. I should probably tell Nico. Good job. Good job. And see Nico uh, playfully punch Rita. Yeah, I got a good job. So. Unlife? <laughs> Unlife. Um, skeletons everywhere. You still see that castle in the distance. Where did the intelligence leave us? Was it just like, oh, there was a sighting? Or is it like, oh, there was a sighting over here? How big is this dimension? Mm, it's pretty big. But there's only one unexplored landmark in the distance. There is only one unexplored landmark in the should we bury all these dragons? You want to spend the time doing that? No, we can't. You could turn it into a dragon and just make it go easier. No, we're still on a stealth mission. Let's go. Well, the thing is, you're on a stealth mission, but you're, you're in a what you think is an empty plane. Yeah, what we think is an empty plane. I'm not going to jeopardize anything. Erebus is here. I don't know how he feels about me. I tried to cut his hand off. There was an apocalypse. He's the herald of the apocalypse. How are you going to get there? The castle's really far. So it seems like someone might have to turn into a dragon. No one's going to ride me. Uh, Can't I just, like, have them... Can't I just... God, is there really no other way? You're gonna have to ride the null orb. 
Yeah, I was going to have them ride the Null Orb, and I'm just going to fly. The Null Orb is kind of a one-person ride, though, so someone would have to carry the other person. They're druids. <laughs> get, get, so, you know what? Teachable moment. Solutions. So how... Um, Adeshina fully prepared with an actual solution. So how are we going to get over there? So both of them raise their hand. You can turn it to a dragon. Who said that? Both of them. <laughs> All right. That gets me over there. How are you guys going to go over there? Um, we could walk. And then we can have, like, two... It's like the, one of those adventure novels that um, I like reading so much. This is Rita. Where it's like uh, the older main character transforms and goes on their own solo adventure. Where the two young people go and explore the region. No. Get into mischief. Discover an ancient artifact. We do not have time for a discover, fantasy like, epic. Discover a sealed... Uh, monster. Rita, yeah. bring it back in. I would prefer this an adventure that we have together. Nico. We can always use the Null Orb. Null Orb fits one. What if one of us carries the other one? Are y'all okay with that? It's up to y'all. You see them looking at each other and trying to figure out how they would, like, carry each other. They've spent a lot of time with each other over the, the last five years. But once again, this is my Null Orb, so. And I can't turn back into a dragon until after a long rest. Yeah. I mean, turn back into a person? Yes. Am I strong enough to, like, just have them, like, hold on to me in this form? Sure. Can I just, like, hold one arm, one arm, and just, like, we fly and they deal with it? Yeah. You're gonna have to roll a strength. <sighs> Sorry, I don't y'all can't y'all can't talk to any wind spirits. What are what? Are it's you a dead about? universe. It's a dead. Oh, that kind of unlife. I thought you just meant the ambiance. Yeah, no, it was dead when you got there. Sorry, I was gonna ask. Does it have two hands in the dragon? I have a tail. Oh, well, that fixes that. Proceed. I don't want people tugging on my tail. Alright, it looks like I'm going to have to give up a bit of discomfort to turn into a dragon to ferry my kids over to this castle. Wait. Um, I think I have a suggestion. Okay. And then Rita passes out. <laughs> And then she gets up with a start, like a puppet that's trying to get their strings attached. And the eyes are pure white. Hey, nice to see you again, uh, Miss Talon. 
Hello, Mr. Batista. Um, there's this thing that, uh, functionally, when I take over, we kind of just switch spots. Uh, there's this thing she wanted to try, but it needs me to wield her spirit's magics to do this. Yes, sir. Um, so just ignore me. You're still teaching her. I, I haven't been helping at all. Uh, but uh, here we go. You see him slap his hands together, and the rings that I want Rita's hands light up as a wind spirit seemingly covers uh, Rita's entire body before forming the figure of a larger Rita around her. Think Susano. Okay. This could and, work. And then in the center of it, it's Rita. Being piloted by Dirk Batista. Okay. Step two, now what? Now, now we can just run there. Alright. Nico, you wanna hitch a ride? Or do you wanna? I guess that just, like, lets me use the null orb. Yep. Perfect. Let's go. Okay, sweet. And then in a sweet action shot, Susano Rita is running as uh, Wing Dadeshina and a surf riding like Static Shock Nico and the Null Orb are riding towards the castle. Nico touches you on your wing as you're flying. You know, you're a good teacher. What is with you two today? He's giving me a thumbs up. Adeshina just kind of like subnods him. It's like, thank you. Message received. We can cut this out now. She doesn't say that last part, <laughs> but she very much says the message received. Cool. <laughs> We're doing something. So you guys, you guys, after a hours of like just flying and running you guys finally make it to the castle God. um you guys are at the door of the castle uh rita is still kind of looming over it in their like avatar form um mr batista looks at you so what's the plan should i just go ahead and switch back What, what's the situation looking like? Update me on the situation. It looks like an empty castle. Looks like an empty castle. Um, yeah, you've already had to sustain this for a couple hours. Let's give her a rest. Um, thank you, Mr. Batista. No problem. And then Rita passes out again. But uh, Rita's wind spirits are able to like catch her and like hover her over to you cool is she just like out for a little bit um no she's back up in like a few seconds cool um i hand them each the equivalent of a sports drink we've been traveling for a while yeah and maybe like a snack orange slices yeah like an orange sweet uh they both gobble it up they love adeshina's orange slices and vala aid 
And now with our stuff replenished, we can move on. So as you guys are, you guys are moving through this castle. Um, the thing is, um, this castle was already pretty wrecked when you were here five years ago. And now due to the passage of time, um, it's just a mess. There's not a lot you can explore. And it kind of feels like the castle is going to collapse at any moment. Hmm. Um, roll an arcana to see if you can sense any, like, magic in the area. Twint. Okay. <laughs> she missed the table. That is an 18? 18. Yes, you do feel magic. It's coming from the direct center of the castle, and it feels like the direct center of this pocket dimension. Oh, wow. Okay. I was going to ask to roll a perception because um, it's still kind of cool being in this castle, even if we're on a different mission. I just want to take it in. So it is seemingly a shrine to the history of dragons. You said you could sell that um, 12 different tapestries in this. And it's these tapestries, tapestries seem to be connected to the history of dragons and the history of life itself. Huh. And the tapestries are missing. They're all gone. She does everything in her power not to look at Nico. Just like everything in her power. But it's in the back of her head. Uh, Nico and the Terratorns. Just those two. Um, we'll ask him later. How much, how much of that time does he remember? Like, all of all it. All of it? Yeah. We're going to ask him later. We, we try not to make him feel like too much of a pariah. We, we, all, we all already know. We're literally standing on the skeletons of his past. Yeah. Because of him. So we're cool. We'll ask later. Anything else? Should I roll? Perception? Yeah. Tapestries just tucked in the back there. Did you already roll a perception? Is this? Point. I got an eleven. Okay. Um. That's not the highest. So what you see is that there's a lot more box motifs here than you thought there would be. As in, there's some fox motifs. You you just expected nothing but dragons and. Just a lot of foxes. How new do those fox motifs look? They do not look new. Like five years? Or like more than five years? More than five years. Oh, Hundreds that's, of years. Oh, that's fascinating. Fox motifs. All right. We're jotting that down in the memory. I asked my kids if they noticed anything out there. Rita's not even paying attention. What is Rita doing? Um, there is seemingly like this tuft of fur on the ground, and Rita's just been like batting at it. Nico, Nico sees a lot. Um, Nico uh, starts pointing out the fact that it seems like. 
the tapestries that are missing. The 12 dragon scrolls that are missing. Um, were a part of a larger story. And it seems like the 12. What it seems like, it's like where every place that used to be a scroll at, uh, there is a pointing significance in the wall. So it's just like, hey, the, so what he's getting at is that it feels like that each one represented a point in history, like an important moment in history. Okay. But it, how readable is the wall without the scrolls? Not that readable. Okay. Jot down a couple notes about this and move on. Okay. So as you guys are moving towards the inner sanctum, um, you start feeling power radiating from it. That is concerning. It is. It is concerning. Power. Can we sense? Can we sense anything about the power? What kind of power? Does the power have an effect on the environment? What do what, what, what we do with this? Um, roll a constitution. Oh, oh. Yeah, we got that dragon constitution. It's a 17. Okay. Rita and Nico are out. Okay. And just they pass out? They just straight up pass out? Yeah. So much for that. Can I wake him up? You can try. I try. Um, try a little. Roll a strength to wake him up. How hard am I hitting them? 17. Oh, yeah, you're able to get them up. With that dragon strength. And they look at you and just like, they're like gritting their teeth. We can't move. All right. Stay back here. Watch my back. Watch each other's backs. Can't move. We're not going to mess with this too much. Okay. I don't, like, if something bad's out there, I don't want two incapacitated people and then me. Yeah. So let's just glean what you can from this area and I mean pay attention to everything mm -hmm. she looks at Rita while I take care of what's ahead I will shout if I need something okay do we have radios do we yeah you still have those talents for this that uh, Lance gave you guys sweet sweet I mean like between me and the kids yeah okay cool yeah I'll, 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 get, I'll get in contact Okay, so as you're walking, as you're walking forward, you feel the pressure build up, and you're right in front of the door. Do you open it? I look at the door. I check around the door. We are, we are perceiving this door. We are conning this Roll door. Roll perception. I got a 14. Yes. There's a lot of runes on the door. Can I read those runes? You can read those runes. I'm going to try to read those runes. There's wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. 13. Okay, you get that it's, you don't know exactly what it says, but it is runes that are stopping 
the flow of magic through this door. As in, magic isn't supposed to be leaking out of this door. Ooh. But what's behind it seem, is seemingly so powerful that it's... Okay. Um, should I feel like we should reinforce these runes a little bit before we go in. Do, 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 okay, you can try. And I roll again. Because remember, you don't, you don't exactly know what the runes are saying. You just know... Oh, we just know what they're supposed to do? Yeah. And we're not going to mess with that. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Never mind. You open the door? Um, I, I relay. I relay this information back to the kids. And then I open the door. Okay. As you open the door, the wave of magic that comes out of that door... You don't, you don't even get a chance to see what's in it yet. But you're pushed a few steps back before you have to like dig your feet into the ground. Um, and roll the constitution. I claws. And we got a 19. Okay. You're able to stand up as it's like the power is pushing through you. Right. We move forward. Okay. Actually, is there is there anything I can... How far back is it going? Is it gonna like? Is it gonna affect the kids? Yeah, it's affecting the entire world. Oh, it's affecting the entire. Let's just get this over with then. Let's just go. It's just they'll they'll figure it out. Um, hey kids, be prepared to run if it comes to leaving me behind. Sweet. You see, in front of Nico, he's already opened up a portal to a pocket dimension. Fascinating. Did I know he could do that? Yeah, that was his uh, one of his recording powers. Oh, I thought he got rid of that. I thought they took that away from him. He still could do that. Okay. Cool. And but so it's it's just like, hey, if anything goes wrong, we're, like we're just gonna jump into this. Sounds good. Sounds good. But set before you is, or what you first think is Erebus and like his entire description. But there's two fox ears and a fox tail. And they are sitting in a lotus position. Santos? And the eyes open up. Are you okay? Why are you here? I am the herald of the apocalypse. Or I was. I... How long has it been? Upon hearing this, Vesha is growing increasingly cautious. Um, it's been five years years Erebus trapped you in his palm I think Oh, no wonder you look so much older it's, a, it's only been like a few weeks for me not that much older but okay thank you <laughs> a few weeks yeah okay well I guess that is one intense point of stress gone a few weeks isn't that bad um, what have you been doing these? Um, me and Erebus had a fight across this dimension. Um, 
in a sense, I consumed his magic, and I became him. So, um, so you are both you and Erebus right now? Yes. It's like a... Just like how you are both you and the Master Below. Have we sorted out that existential crisis yet? I don't know if we have. Um, bracket that. <laughs> um, ah. I see, Adeshina says, a lot more certain than she feels. So, does that mean you take on his responsibilities, or? Oh, I would have if I didn't find, like, this god this god behind you? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and because you were so focused on Santos, you didn't see what he was sitting in lotus position above you. You thought that power was coming off of Santos, but it's actually coming off of the thing behind him. So are you going to tell me what that is, or do I have to get closer? Roll a perception. Unnatural uh, 20. Okay. It is a giant ten-tailed fox. It's pure white. And it's the size of a like 20-story building. He's just on top of that? No, he's like sitting right in front of it. Like when oh. you entered the room, all you saw were like legs that you may have just assumed were like pillars. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. okay. What fresh problem is this? Oh no, Luna's a sweetheart. I'm sure. Hello, Luna. Would you care to introduce... Is she awake, or...? Yeah, Luna's playing with her kid. Her kid? Yeah. She looks up? It's like 20... So where? Oh, okay. Hey, Luna, you see Santos stand up. Uh, you, you're you seeing a lot of glimpses of the same Santos, so you feel like his personality hasn't really changed much. And then he's, like, tapping Luna's, like, giant arm. Get down here. There's someone I want you to meet. What in the world? And a bright light shines as the form of Luna shrinks down to a 5'5 five five short brown woman with long white hair. With tin tails waving in the background. In her hand, there's like a kid. Kid has to be like four years old. That has a tail. Okay. This is increasingly not what I was expecting. Fine, fine. We're gonna tamp that down. We're gonna tamp this down along with every other weird thing. Hello. It is nice to meet you. Hi. Hi. What are you? Still figuring that out? I am a Deshina. And, like, do you, like, hold your hand out or anything? She's carrying a child? We're going to go with a respectful n nod. But we're not trying, like, she's not trying to be standoffish, but Adeshina's Adeshina. And how tall is Adeshina? Uh, like five foot four. 
So Luna's going around you. Luna doesn't have a lot of experience, you feel like, in the body. So they're just like going around you and like sniffing you. Okay. What are you? Your guess is probably as good as mine. And then Luna looks over to uh, Santos. Is this food? That that would be an incorrect guess. Oh, okay. Do you normally meet your food? Not all the time. Okay, that is. But like, I've walked around this, like, this whole this place and this place called Bala, and it's been really stressful. So I, there's a lot of customs I don't really understand. Understandable. Um, how? Santos has not yet told me the tale of how you two met. Oh, well, uh, well, I was, uh, Santos found me in a, uh, castle underneath the castle. You were just chilling, having a good time there? No, uh. I, I guess I was captured like a few decades ago and I just 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 was there. Okay. And um what are you? I'm Luna. Any other descriptors you normally go by? What were you before you got trapped under the castle? Like what were what were you, what were you doing? What does your day-to-day look like? Um, I slept a lot. And I... I just hung out. But now I have responsibilities. Like what? And how did you get those? I'm a mom. When did that happen? It sounds like you've lived a very busy life. About four or so years ago? Five, maybe? Fascinating. And when did you say Santos and you met? Oh, no! Santos isn't the... Santos isn't the dad. Salvatore is. Fuck. Who in the world is Salvatore? Um, we're not gonna say that. What we're gonna say is, um... Salvatore. Who is Salvatore? Is Salvatore around? And you see her get like hard eyes in her in her face. She's like, how is she doing that? <laughs> Salvatore was the one that stopped me from being lonely. That sounds great. I understand the feeling. Is Salvatore still around now? I don't know. I haven't found Salvatore. Uh, the last time I saw him, he was fighting in a war. He went off to fight in a war. Oh. Who else was fighting in this war? Santos, came, Santos and Erebus came from that war. Ah. Salvatore. Right, and Salvatore was a 
he's always called himself a druid. Okay. Salvatore is a druid who fought in the war. Okay. Derek, am I supposed to be putting pieces together? Because I am lost. Not at all. Thank. Not at all. We are just... Not at all. You're, you're not supposed to be putting pieces together. Cool. This is all very new. For Wonderful. Um, so, did you guys... Can we, Here's the deal. It, she looks at Luna and Santos. And we just... You know, we're just going to explain our side of the story. That's that's the side we understand. Not to be alarmist or anything, but this is what's up. And she just explains what happened after Santos, like what was happening with the war, mm-hmm. and uh, what's happening with the Druid College and the state of affairs as they stand, what's happening with how... Um, and all the way coming to, hey, yeah, I have two kids. Can I... Can You know what? I'll just... You know what? No, we will not do that introduction right now. Um, this is already a lot to handle. We're not going to do that to me. We're not going to do that to me. Um, so can you guys leave this place or should we stay here? How does time move differently here? Because apparently I'm invited to a wedding and I just think it would look really bad if I didn't show up. Uh, Santos looks at you and it's just like, uh, sidebar. Come here. So, and when you guys get a uh, far enough distance away. So, what do you think about Luna and her kid? Yeah. I'm sorry I've been gone so long. Um, it has been a whirlwind here. Uh... Erebus's whole shtick was that if he steps on the plane, the apocalypse is going to happen. Right? Like specifically this plane or our plane? In our plane. Okay. So Fair. I've been trying to keep him here. Um, but after I beat him, I thought I had to keep myself here. And I discovered something. Um, there is someone else that is now a herald of the apocalypse. And it's Luna's kid. That's, that was my first guess, because things are never easy. They're not. Okay. How did how did that happen? Do we know? Um, from what I can tell, uh, my namesake of Santos Fiore is just a stolen last name from a high-ranking member of the Sacred Dog. A Salvatore Fiore. If he's not here, I'm assuming he died for his real character. Most likely, yes. There were a number of sacred down there. Luna would not take that well. Understandably so. I don't quite know what Luna is, but it almost seems like that dragons weren't the only race that was eradicated by someone. Whatever Luna is, it seems like what my father tried to do was create a copy of that. Okay. The castle is one of Nico's old castles in the Land of Wind. 
that was like a cove. I, that's all she told me. Like there's, she broke out the same time that the territory that the territories attacked this place. So she, Luna, broke out of one of Nico's castles yeah. in a cove somewhere. At the same time, the Terratorns took over this place. How was she? So she was captured and she was sleeping. And then, so what happened? How'd she get here? I, so how'd she get here? I, I brought her here. Or Erebus brought her here. It's, I don't know why. All I know is that this power is nothing like I've ever felt before. From her or the kid? From her. Okay. But she seems harmless. I'm not sure if harmless is the right word. She seems nice, which means a lot of nothing. So at least she's nice. Her kids delight. I'm sure. You know me and kids. Anyways. No, I guess you wouldn't. But regardless. So she's staying here. I guess it's up to you. Do we leave her here in this collapsing world? Or do we... I would prefer not to, but I would also prefer not to bring the new Herald of the Apocalypse here to the regular plane, but I would also like to not leave a four-year-old alone on a dying plane. That's a big philosophical question, isn't it? Um, What's philosophical about it? What if we just, like, tell him that he's the Herald of the Apocalypse and then just, like, try to raise him for he wouldn't be? Is that something that is controllable? I don't know. Erebus seemed against it. He seemed against being the Herald of the Apocalypse. Yeah. And yet... But he was locked away by the College of Druids, so he never really had a chance to not be anything but... And we can't, like, revive the dying plane. No. Well. Give me a moment. I need a sidebar. And she she just turns away from him and walks a couple steps off and just... Cups her head in her hands and shakes her head. It kind of droops her wings around her into a pot. Is like, why? This is simultaneously better and worse than I was expecting. I almost would have rather fought something than to deal with this. And after a lot of muffled talking to herself, she takes a deep breath and comes back. 
So we're not going to leave them there. We are going to take her with us and her child. Mm -hmm. And we will figure out the rest when we get back home. My home. We're not going anywhere else with this. We're keeping this tight. We're keeping this sealed. We're not... If it means anything, from what I can see, uh, it, we have a good, like, 10,000 years before we destroy the world. Okay. And I will take responsibility for that. Sorry. If that Did I say 10,000? I mean a thousand. A thousand? Every 100 years, he gains another level of power. So okay. once, once he gets to the Ten Tails, he'll be, I guess, able to herald the apocalypse. All right. Okay. 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 Herald of the... Okay. So we're just gonna... Okay. Should I... Okay. I, I need to talk to... And so you're good. You're not like, am I gonna? Are we gonna step on the plane? And everything's just gonna go immediately to like. Is it gonna hit the fan as soon as we step out of here, or can we just? Can we at least go home? I, 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 we can at least go home. All right. Let's 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 break into Luna. I guess we will. We will spin this as an adventure. Okay. You guys walk over to Luna. So you guys had a sidebar. Can I have a sidebar? The, and Adesina kind of looks at Santos. Is Santos going to explain this? Whatever. Okay. Um, here's the thing, Luna. In order to have a sidebar, you need other people to have a sidebar away from. But... Technically, I do have two students who are not in this conversation at all. So you can think of this as our own little sidebar. No, no, no. Let's do a sidebar away from Santos. Okay. And she kind of gives Santos a look and just shrugs and is like, Okay, Luna, let's let's have a sidebar. Okay, Luna and Luna move next to each other. And it's just like, you haven't met my kid yet. Oh, this is... Was I supposed to do more than just look at her? This is Damien Fiore. Named after his dad. Damien Fiore. Damien Fiore. And... Is... Is Luna holding out to her? Yeah, the, the, Luna's holding out the baby to you. And the four-year-old. Adeshina kind of looks at Luna and she can't pick him up because she only has one arm and she's not about to try to maneuver her tail like that. If she drops this baby, I don't, we're not going to do all that. Um, just kind of pats him on the head with her little clawish hand. Okay. It's like, looks good. Thank you. Good job on that one. Thank you. He looks just like his dad. Did you know his dad? I don't believe I had the pleasure. 
do miss him. I would understand. Dantos looks at you and just like... He's just like aiming at his neck and it's just like, hey, don't tell her that her husband's, that her, her boy's probably dead. We're not gonna, we're not gonna do, I'm not, we're not gonna do all that. Nashina uh, like nods and it's just like, yeah, I understand being away from loved ones. Oh, are you in love? I'm in love with the idea of us embarking on a new adventure. Let's get out of here. Right. Let's get out of here. Find a Deshima's love. Okay, that is... We, we might have a few other things to do before we hit that. It's hit okay, Deshima. I was like you at once. And you feel the power welling up in the room, but instead of being, like, suffocating, it's, like, warming. Like a mother's hug. I did not let love in. But I finally did and found how glorious it was. Uh, I will help you let love in as your B-sides. That shit is very much giving Santos a look like, what the heck is happening? What is happening? Why is she saying this? I don't want to talk about this with her. I don't want to talk about this at all. Yeah, um... Yeah, um, I left my kids. We should probably go pick them up and let them know that I'm not dead. So, would you... I assume that you just would like to leave this place and maybe embark somewhere else? Yes. Embark on the greatest adventure known to your people. Love. Okay, um... How about... Yes, um... And she's just kind of, like, tapping her side nervously with her one hand. Um... I don't want to have this conversation. So... But I do know someone who is um, currently embarking on that journey, and you can talk to him and his fiance about that. So why don't I introduce them to you? A betrothed? I never had the opportunity to get betrothed because he left to go to war. Yes, well, um, here's the deal. As soon as we get out of this dimension, you know, war leaves some scars. So we're going to have to be real chill and quiet and stealthy about leaving. Um, but once again, adventure. So um, I'm going to, Santos can brief you. I'm going to go get my kids. Okay. And I'll open up a portal. Oh, I'm sorry. What? You see her pull out an orb from her, like, you see her tails hand her an orb, and she is just like, we can take you anywhere your heart's desire. And then as she's, like, flitting over it, um, it's really quick. Quick enough that she wouldn't even notice, but you would. 
and then there's like shots of Ambrose, there's shots of Avery in the woods, and uh, there's shots of different other characters <laughs> that are potentially falling in this B-side scenario. <laughs> oh yeah, we're at the end of the episode, but we about to get some love in here. I think I'd rather walk. And that's where we're going to end the episode for today. <laughs>